everyone and welcome to this edition of Cast Collective Radio on KCUM 89.3 FM Lincoln and KCUM HD. My name is Dinora Garcia and I'm so happy to be with you today. Let me tell you about Cast Collective Radio because it's a program to create to highlight the great work done by many of Lincoln's nonprofits who are members of Cast Collective. You can learn more about Cast Collective and how we help our members better serve the community by visiting our website at www.cascollectivelincoln.org. While you are there, you can sign up for our free community newsletter. Just Click the button on the top right of our homepage. Today, we will have a great conversation with Tom Randa, Executive Director of Good Neighbor Community Center, and Zeynab Albak, Mina Hope, Project Coordinator. Zeynab, Tom, thank you so much for being here. Thank, thank you for you. having us. <laughs> Please tell me about the exciting things that Good Neighbor Community Centers does every day for their community. Yeah, uh, thank you for the opportunity to just be able to talk about the Good Neighbor Community Center. Uh, on a daily basis, I will say uh, on Monday through Sunday, the only day we don't open is Pride Saturday. Uh, you should be able to go to the Good Neighbor Community Center and find some sort of service going on. Uh, with food distribution being a, a project that you'll find various uh, programs under that. So like Mondays, we have perishable food. Wednesdays, we have perishable food. Uh, we do have a pantry that's open Monday through Friday. And then on Sundays, we have Foodnet. Uh, of course, it's hosted by our friends from Allen Chapel. So during those days, uh, there's always food distribution. Uh, we have a shopping floor as well. And we can talk more about that in a little bit. Uh, we do have other services like diapers. Uh, people can come and buy bus passes. Uh, but uh, the other one that we do have is uh, a program that uh, the reason why we have Zen up here today is because we also have a program for the refugees and immigrants uh, called Mina Hope, M-E-N-A, Middle East, North Africa Hope Project. And uh, we should be able to talk about all those. So uh, thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk more about the Good Neighbor Center. Mina Hope, please tell us about it because he's, he's so excited that Lincoln can be so welcome to 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 do new people together and you know start to to work around around this this wonderful place which is Lincoln. Of course, uh, thank you again so much for the opportunity and um, Lincoln has always been welcoming since I came here since '94. I came as a refugee and Good Neighbor Center has been there for us and a lot of other people immigrant and refugees and low-income people and everybody's welcome to come to our center and the need was there to because the refugee community the Iraqi at the time in the 90s had just started to come so that's when we came up with Amina Hope um, uh, at the time we used to be faces of the Middle East through the Lincoln Interfaith Council then uh, was got changed because we lost that grant and we got funders from Lincoln they said well, this project is too valuable to let go so we had to rename the program to Amina Hope stands for Middle East or North African and kept the same program, kept the same services, and people are welcome there five days a week. It's me, and we have another uh, gentleman, he speaks Arabic too, uh, Tariq al-Sharifi. He teaches English, citizenship, and health education. We do a lot of um, um, case management. We have women classes like health education, parenting, 
uh, we ask uh, guests to come and speak to our uh, students. Uh, we do a lot of case management day in, day out, and we have the Afghan community program. We have uh, three caseworkers plus their supervisor. They come uh, every day and they help the Afghan community since it's a new refugee community in town. They help them with services. Same thing that we do with Mina Hope, same thing they do. A lot of case management, a lot of appointments, uh, immigration to doctors, to schools, to jobs, driving, you name it, it's endless. So we're very grateful for Good Neighbor Center to host us there. And we've been there as, uh, you know, a program of the Good Neighbor Center. And we never imagined, you know, how is just um, call the doctor, call the doctor yeah. and, and, and ask for an appointment yes. or cancel, you know, a transportation or how can I get to this place, to this place if I don't have daycare, if I don't have, you know, the enough resources, things that we have every day. But we don't think about it until we have people who came into this country was also, yes. you know, uh, and in my case, I'm immigrant and it's, it's difficult to get there and, um, and to the point. But um, Good Neighbor Community Center bring us together. Of course. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, we are, and it's addressing these little things that they are huge. Yeah, so we please, take them for granted. That we take them for of granted. Yeah, so yeah. please tell us, tell us about these things in detail. What happened? When somebody just get there, and and you know, and find you when they open the door and and is is there already? Yeah, I can talk about the general uh, population because, uh, as you had, we focus on refugees as well. But it's also a community center, uh, so anybody at any time that has a need, and we have the services, uh, they are welcome to come to the Good Neighbor Community Center. Uh, of course. COVID kind of changed the way we provide our services. Uh, if you think about uh, the, during the COVID season, we, we were limited to just distributing food at that point while we figured out how to provide all the other services. So in 2020, uh, we mainly focused on that. Uh, we're grateful for Food Bank of Lincoln because uh, they kept providing food that we were able to distribute to the community. We had other providers that would also uh, brought us extra food to be able to provide to the community. But during that time is when we saw the need uh, for that program going up. So what ended up happening is we could not host everybody in our building. Uh, it's not as big because it was built in 1973, but we just never knew. Actually, we are, we are going to be celebrating our 50th year here in a little bit, uh, but we never knew that the need in Lincoln would become so high, especially with the food program. Uh, so uh, COVID amplified that, and we had to start a uh, drive-through system. So anybody in need of, uh, say, food, you know, all they have to do is come Monday, on Wednesday, uh, you'll see the lines uh, uh, like, you know, any day like a Monday or Wednesday uh, on, 20, on 26th Street towards uh, our center, you'll see a line, you can follow that line. Uh, there are those who don't drive, so they can also walk in. So there's that opportunity. But it's been a struggle because sometimes it's too cold, sometimes it's too hot. So the Good Neighbor Center and the Cultural Centers, we're kind of working on solutions to help uh, issues like that on space issues. And for those cultural centers that don't have um, a place to call a home, uh, we are trying to find solutions for that. And we'll be happy to come and talk about the cultural centers here in a few months but um, that program has really uh, excelled and uh, the need uh, is really high 
So the other things, you know, uh, if you need other things like diapers, you know, you just walk in and get those. Uh, if you need to purchase a bus pass, uh, all you have to do is show up at our doors. And we do have a schedule, so kind of look at our door or the website. It's going to tell you more about when to come in, the appropriate time to come in, because half the time we use all our staff members to help us uh, with some of the programs like the food program. Uh, if you need to come and see uh, the refugee services, uh, there's times as well when you can do that and Zendab can talk more about that. Uh, we have a few seasonal programs as well. So when it comes to Christmas, we do have a grandparents room. Uh, during that time, we just ask grandparents to call us, make an appointment, come and get some gifts for their kids. Uh, we're also talking about uh, during tax season, people who need assistance uh, to file taxes. And, you know, if you go to these places where they charge, uh, they take a lot of money. So we have uh, volunteers uh, through VITA and they come to the center and they provide that service free of charge so that all the money that you're supposed to get goes into your pockets and you don't have to pay uh, for extra charges. So, yeah, anybody who wants our services, uh, just show up. Oh, I was going to talk about diapers. Uh, kids need diapers so they can show up. Uh, personal care items, you know, you just show up and we get those to you and another program that uh, I'm not touching on uh, should now is uh, we have a shopping floor as well so people who need clothes household items uh, community is generous and they bring all those to us which we donate free of charge so if you're in need of those all you have to do as well is walk to the center and be able to get all those and I will pass it to you Zainab and you can talk about what refugees and immigrants do to uh, be able to come and see us. Thank you Tom uh, usually refugees some people even google us before they even come to the states <laughs> if they know they're coming to lincoln nebraska and uh, within usually the next day or the third day after they arrive if we don't meet them at the airport with the service agency that brought them the resettlement agency they usually come to us right away and then we start our case management with them and we go walk with them every step and teach them things what's okay to do in this country what's not okay maybe it's okay back home but here you don't you cannot do it mm -hmm. uh, all your legal documents, how do you keep your legal papers in a safe place, when to go to apply for services, when do you give your personal information. They don't know about all these things. Some people are overprotective. Some people, they just hand you all their paperwork. So we always teach them the right things, what to do. Because again, we want to protect their identity and their paperwork, uh, their like ID and social security card and green card and whatever like they have and uh, teach them like what to do. A lot of people are like, you know, we take it for granted that when somebody calls us on the phone, we can just answer the phone and know who that person on the other line. If it's a telemarketer, if it's a scam, if it's a friend, if it's an agency, we can answer it. For those people who come here, it's a big struggle because they don't know, they don't speak the language. So it's very hard to uh, understand and know what to say. Sometimes they can say no English and they hang up the phone. Sometimes the minute they hear somebody speaking on the other line English, they hang up right away because they're so scared. They don't know what to say or they start speaking their native language. We have so many uh, languages. We have so many dialects that people speak. Opening their mailbox, it's a big struggle. So we have to teach people because they were taught maybe in some refugee camps or overseas, every piece of mail that you get in the mail, you should save it. So imagine after a few months, if you're going to save all the pizza ads and all the <laughs> junk mail that we get, mm -hmm. you're going to have bags and bags and bags. So sometimes people bring it to us and we teach them what's important, what's not. They bring like letters from their 
caseworker from the resettlement agency, from Health and Human Services, housing, their work, their uh, you know job place or something. So we show them logos, especially with immigration, because that's very important. And we tell them the other stuff, it's just junk. Don't believe every ad that comes to you in the mail, all the you know credit cards and offers and that. So it's a lot of teaching, hands-on, every single time. Some people come with a good amount of English, so they understand and you know you meet with them for short time and they get it. Some people take years and years and years because they're unliterate in their own native language. So they rely on you every single time and they get scared and they call you. I got this in the mail, I don't know what to do. Can I come and see you now? You're always welcome to come when we're in the office. Uh, we always read people's mail. We always go through that. We start filing system for them so they can save their paperwork so it's not scattered everywhere and they lose it, especially their identifications, you know. So that's what we do almost daily. <laughs> that is so amazing. Amina Hope, Yes, we are thinking about, you know, you are a project Uh, coordinator yes. so coordinate all these um, you know services and sometimes we really want to fix and problem solve but it's not possible so we need to do referrals and we of need course. to to work with other agencies of so course. how how um, you guys do this kind of network good neighbor community center how how you mm -hmm. guys connect with others because of course it's a huge thing people come yeah. and they think that you have the magic one believe me and i always tell them i'm sorry i lost it or i didn't bring it with me <laughs> it's in my but house you today are enough. you can you yeah. can save us <laughs> to, to them i'm the president i'm a doctor i'm a lawyer i'm, yes, a, I'm, right. a, I'm everything i'm a teacher mm -hmm. you name it you know i have so many hats yes. and i tell them yes i came as a refugee i've been in your shoes I've struggled, same thing as you, because I came with no English. I came with very limited English. I could not even put a sentence together. So I know your struggle. I feel your feelings, believe me, and I'm gonna walk with you every step of the way. Some stuff we can do in the office and we can help you. Other stuff we have to refer to different agencies and different programs and people. You just have to start that trust system and the respect. You understand them, you speak their native language. You pat them on the shoulder, you hug them, you give them comfort. So they really believe you. So that's the seed, the Mina hope, the hope that we plant when they come here. That's the seed what we're planting. So it can grow and grow and grow. And we tell them, we may not be here forever, you know, but we need to teach you the right way so you can survive in the future. If we're here, we're here. If we're not, that way, at least you know what to do. So we refer them to a lot of other agencies. We collaborate a lot with other agencies. We have a program with Legal Aid of Nebraska every Thursday. People come for legal services. So we cannot just do it alone. We need other agencies. We collaborate with Lincoln Literacy every Friday and they come. They provide us tutors. We provide space if we need to and they provide um, transportation. In the past, we, when we needed daycare, we provided daycare for the students to make it possible so the ladies or the students can come to class every Friday, mingle, talk, gossip, laugh, cry, <laughs> yeah. share recipes, because they're here alone and they need to rely on one another. So we established that community within the Lincoln community. We're here for each other. These ladies, they're like sisters mm -hmm. from different countries, from different backgrounds, from different religions, from different, they speak different languages, but we're all one. We yeah. teach them exactly. from day one, when they enter the door of the Good Neighbor Center, there is no one better than anybody else. And we're yes. all the same. doesn't matter who you are. You come here, you respect us, we respect you back. You need services, we're more than happy to help you. Everything we provide is free. You don't need to pay anything. You don't need to do anything. Just be respectful, 
get the services. If you're not happy, you didn't, you're not losing anything. There is other places that can help. So that's, that's our motto. That's how we go. We do things. <laughs> And how important is positive relationships? Of how course. important is formal and informal support? And with these kind of agencies are the ones who help us to expand that right, because right. that is the success yes. of every immigrant, every refugee. Yes. So Tom, how do you connect with other centers too? Yeah. How do you guys get some um, volunteers or people that can help you to, to continue doing the services? Yeah, yeah, that's a good, good question because uh, we cannot do it alone as a center. And uh, as you heard, uh, we, we were started in 1973 and not just by one Seventh-day Adventist church. It is all the Adventist churches here in Lincoln. So they came together, saw the need in our community, uh, started the Good Neighbor Community Center. Then over the years, then we started uh, getting uh, more partners. Uh, so it's not just the Seventh-day Adventist Church that's supporting us. We have various other churches as well that have been very supportive of us. Uh, we have other nonprofits that uh, we work on a daily basis. Uh, we've formed all these networks. Uh, that's why we are very happy to be part of Cause Collective, which is hosting uh, this show. And through that, we are able to connect with all the other agencies in town that kind of have the same mission, which is to help uh, our community get better. So when we find out that uh, there are some things that we cannot provide at the Good Neighbor Community Center, then we'll be like, you know what? Um, Salvation Army is just a few blocks from here. If you go over there, they'll get you this. Oh, are you hungry? You know what? If you go a little bit further north, you can get lunch at my tavern. So those are some of the examples that, you know, we provide. You know, if, you, if you're in need of something else that we don't have here, you know, uh, keep going north. You know, you'll find a center for people in need. If you go south, you'll find Catholic social services. Uh, uh, if you need some uh, assistance, you know, if, if you're one of the, uh, from one of the cultural centers, we'll, you know, refer you to all those centers. And of course, we have um, others that uh, just support us, not just by providing services we have others that support us by volunteers like you said so we work with various like schools uh, and they will bring uh, students to come and do different objects uh, projects uh, we have businesses in town that will say hey we have opportunities uh, for uh, employees uh, that they can give you some time and we say hey we have this project or we have that project or we have these programs that we could assi use assistance with so i mean those are just a few examples of some of the uh, partnerships we formed to be able to help uh, our community get better and grow towards self-sufficiency let's talk about how people put their heart with their treasure because you know this in order to do this kind of stuff yes. we also need a lot of money so of it's course. difficult to talk about that but yeah. we want to talk about that so please can you tell us how the community can support and take donations how do you guys get funding yeah uh most of our funding uh like uh, like i started by saying uh the good neighbor center was started by the seventh adventist church so most of our support comes from the church you know as the building belongs to the church uh so that's part of their contribution uh, uh various uh 
church is not just the Seventh Adventist Church. They send us uh, subsidy or donations. You know, they collect offerings and they send that to us. Uh, we do write a lot of grants, and I will say grants fund close to about ninety percent of the work we do. So we do. Uh, I do most of the grant writing. Uh, then we have fundraisers. Uh, we recently participated in Give to Lincoln Day, so we are one of the participants, and our community is able to give to the Good Neighbor Center through that platform. And then once a year, we have uh, a fundraiser called uh, Samples of the World, and uh, Zainab and a few other uh, refugees that we worked with assisted them. That's one way for them to give back to the community by providing food, and then we have people come and taste the food. So uh, benefits uh, from that uh, go towards the Good Neighbor Center. And then we also invite, we invite other restaurants as well. Uh, we send out uh, mail towards the end of the year, springtime, you know, telling about different needs and how people can support us. Uh, if you go to our website, uh, gnccLincoln.org, uh, there's a place you can also uh, send your donations uh, in to us. So those are some of the ways that we do that. Uh, sponsorships, you know, those are some yeah, ways of doing United that. Way. United Way too? Yep. We yep. get donors. So lots of uh, direct donations yes. uh, from United Way and lots of, uh, like Zainab said, other funders in Lincoln that support us a lot and make uh, uh, the large contribution towards uh, our, our operation. Yeah. And Zainab, I want to to ask you, um, through the Mina Hope uh, project, and probably we have too many people that want to be part of that, like they want to help, but they don't know how. Now, uh, with the Good Neighbor Community Center, we also have people who is um, trying to support others, being a teacher, social mm -hmm. workers, moms, parents, um, you know, people who probably are working in, in another stuff completely different, but in the, in the free time, they want to help. Yeah, how, can we, how can we, um, you know, get in contact uh, um, with you or somebody over there that they say, how can I help? I know that I, that I probably I don't have too much money, but I have time, mm -hmm. but I have time effort. So what do you want um, these people to tell them, especially if, you know, if it's a, I don't know, a family worker or a teacher or somebody yeah. that they know how to refer a, a person? Of course, over the years, I think we're the best kept secret in town. A lot of people maybe drive by the Good Neighbor Center. They don't know what it is. But when they come inside, they're so excited to see the building, all the programs that we do, we offer. And they're so amazed. And they start to bring their loved ones. They go announce it in their churches, in their businesses, wherever they work, uh, to their employees. And then we get more people to come. So we've been so blessed to have people, word of mouth, We do a lot of presentations, me and Tom. We go to out to businesses, churches, schools. We get a lot of volunteers through that. And people come in and we're always welcome. Anybody who would like to come and volunteer, just their time to teach somebody English, to walk with them to the grocery store, especially after September 11. Mm -hmm. We had really good people in our Lincoln community came and walked in with my students because a lot of them at the time were walking to the center and felt unwelcomed anymore in the community mm -hmm. and people took them to the grocery store with them walk with them to the to, to the center walk with them down the street to get their medicine made willy people feel like okay this this lincoln is really good place to live there's people who care about me i didn't do the you know whatever happened in new york but i'm still belonging to this community mm -hmm. yeah. so we have really good people in the community who love 
the Good Neighbor Center who love to give. And one uh, example is Duncan Aviation. They came when we told them about we're going to start a new program for the Afghan refugee. They got their employees over here. They, we used to have a daycare room downstairs. We changed it to offices. They came and painted, put the furniture together with us, got us a new fridge upstairs. Our, we had an old, old fridge that was broken <laughs> down and they got us a new one. So they really care. You can see, they really care. A lot of businesses care about the center and they know the type of services we offer. It cannot provide it anywhere else. So that's yeah. why we get those people. We're yeah. very lucky. Yeah, and I was gonna say, <laughs> in addition to that, you, you talked about money, yeah. uh, time. And uh, for those who don't have those, there's also that option where you have, say, some older clothes you're not yeah. using anymore, gently used. Yeah. You can donate those to the center and those can go to people's homes. So that's another way that people Household can Household items. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of after grad sales, we get a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're flooded sometimes, but it's good because people come. We're like a thrift store. We don't charge anything. And yeah, people come, they say, free. free? Yeah. I don't have to pay anything. I said, no, it's free. Yeah. You yeah. know? It's beautiful. Yeah. So, But remember, remember, yes. if you're going to do, you can use that thing, that stuff, yes. so the other person can use it. If you're not going to put it on, uh, probably it's not a good idea. That to is give true, because okay, sometimes guys? it's like, yeah, it's Thank not looking you. so good, let's yeah. just get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, tell me, am I forgetting something about Good Neighbor Community Center, Tom? Something that you want people to know? Well, uh, I think uh, we've covered most of the things that we get to do, but uh, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to talk about the Good Neighbor Center, uh, the things that we do. And uh, we just want to invite you to come check us out, you know, interact with our staff members, uh, come volunteer, interact with the community. Uh, we want to provide you an opportunity where you can learn more about our neighbors. And that's why we call ourselves the Good Neighbor Community Center. So get to learn about our neighbors, their needs, and how you can support them. And uh, while doing that, you know, there's that satisfaction that you're making a change in our community. And that can be something that uh, if you have time, if you have money, and if you have material things to donate, uh, those are some of the ways that you can definitely make an impact in our community. Where is Good Neighbor Community Center located? We are on 26th and Y. So basically, if you're driving north on 27th Street, you know, turn left on Y Street, we are the junction of 26th and Y. It's a brown brick building. And anything that I'm very sure um, you have too many adventures yes. say now <laughs> and we did another show, yes. shows. but please tell me I, uh, something that you learned and something like just that's why I'm doing this I, I just I love my job I feel like God loves me to put me there to work day in day out it's Since so rewarding 1999 just yesterday I started working there <laughs> and and I, I want to say the refugee community, especially my community, we have flourished so much in Lincoln. A lot of people now have home, bought homes, opened businesses, working two, three jobs. So that I don't, I, the stigma comes with refugees that people come here and just stay on welfare and they're a burden on the community. It's not true. We work two, three jobs. People work so hard to make it home. And they this is their country. This is their neighborhood. This is their home and they're home away from home. So they really feel like they want to contribute and we're changing the Lincoln community mm -hmm. for the better with our restaurants, with our businesses, with our present, with our music, food, everything. So we're grateful to, to Lincoln in general. Thank you. 
We love, we love Lincoln. We embrace uh, people. We have a wonderful people. We love our community. That's why we work here. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank that is all the us. time that we Thank have you. today. Thank you so much, Tom Rwanda, Executive Director of Good Neighbor Community Center, and Zainab Alvac, <laughs> Mina Hope, Press Project coordinator thank you for this amazing stories and it's so beautiful to talk thank to talk about us. it thank you. thank you thank you so this is dinora garcia and it is always an honor to be with you thank you for listening to girls collective radio on kcum 89.3 fm lincoln and kcumhd lincoln's community radio for more information and to listen To this podcast, visit www.chaoscollectivelincoln.org. While you are there, you can also sign up for our free community newsletter. By signing up, you will be updated about opportunities and events that are happening in Lincoln. So remember, tune in next week for another edition of Chaos Collective Radio and keep listening to KCUM 89.3 and Lincoln and KCUMHD. Coming up next, Democracy Now! Take care and have a great week. Adios.